Welcome back to the 411 Hairstylist Podcast. Today is going to be a solo episode with yours truly. And today's topic is going to be about comparison. For me, comparison really is the thief of all joy. And I wanted to talk a little bit um, today on how we can conquer comparison and what that means to me. So When I talk about comparison, I'm usually meaning um, that you're comparing yourself to someone's successes, to someone's achievements, to someone else's lifestyle, to someone else's body shape, like anything like that can mean comparison. And for me personally, I find myself comparing the most when I'm in a rut myself. So when I'm having like a down day, when I'm having like a down week, um, when I'm just really not feeling myself. And I think that that's probably common for most people. I don't, I don't sit there and compare myself to different people every single day, but I do when I haven't reached or achieved certain goals of mine that I know that I have set for myself or when I'm feeling down about myself. So that's what I wanted to talk about today, um, what it means to me and how to conquer it. So I wanted to start off by saying that Social media is a big player in this, and I know that for myself because where do we find ourselves comparing others the most? Yeah, sure, we may we may find ourselves comparing um, to different people, like walking by someone or passing somebody in the mall, things like that. But the majority of time that we're comparing ourselves to someone else's lifestyle or just them overall is usually when we're scrolling on our phone, in our bed, on Instagram, Facebook, wherever, TikTok, wherever it may be, we're usually doing it on social media. And I think that most people would agree with me there. Um, And that is a big issue for me because social media only shows the outer layer of anyone's life. It's going to show their achievements, their accomplishments, their successes, their everything that they've won in life, they're going to show on social media, right? And for me, I personally am not someone on social media that posts like real raw stuff, you know, like I'm I'm not going to post if I had a bad day and I'm crying and different things like that. I just really I just really haven't gotten to that point on social media yet, but I know that there's amazing influencers and people out there that have broken that seal, but for majority of population, it's still set in, um, you know, this is my achievement, this is my goals that I've set, like, and, you know, da-da-da. So, I feel like social media is a hard place for us to compare ourselves to other people because in the end, like I said, we're only seeing the outer layer. It's like it's like an onion, you know? Like you only see the first layer. You don't see all the layers inside on the hardships and different you know, struggles that they had to go through to get to that point. And like I'm for one, you know, like part of that. And so I just want to hop on here and kind of talk about like the realism behind that and why we shouldn't compare ourselves to others, especially on social media. And I was like, like, you know, oh, like I'm not here. I don't have this. Like I found myself comparing and I was like, you know what? Like, I don't know what struggles and hardships they had to go to get there, but obviously they put in the work. They did the hard stuff to be able to get there. So like, why am I not happy for them? Why am I not proud of them? And it's just things within ourselves that we need to fix to be able to get over that. That's what I think 
comparison comes down to is just being happy and content with our own selves and knowing that we can jump over these hurdles no matter what no matter what comes to no matter what jumps in our path we can jump right back over it you know so have you guys ever heard the saying like the grass is always greener on the other side this is kind of like a funny analogy but I kind of want to dive into this because I think that that's kind of a funny quote. It's it's almost like, oh, the grass is always greener on the other side. What what does that mean? Does that mean like on the other side of your neighbor's yard? Does that mean like on the other side of like a lifetime? Does that mean on the other side of like you succeeding after you've reached your goals? Like what does what does that mean for you? So for me, that kind of means peeking over your neighbor's yard and being like, you know what? Their grass is greener. They have this. They have this. And we always say that. We always want what we can't have, but I wanted to propose a different way to look at that today. And I wanted to say, instead of looking over or reaching into the future or whatever it may be to identify what greener greener on the other side means for you this is what I want to make it mean to me from now forward I want that to mean that I'm gonna stay on my side I'm gonna water my grass I'm gonna fertilize my grass I'm gonna take care of it I'm gonna do everything in my power to essentially have the best grass on my side so that I don't have to compare myself to others, so that I can be the best version of myself and then be happy for those other people. That's a big thing that I'm trying to work on recently is fertilizing and growing the best version of myself so that I can be happy for everyone else. I think that we as humans all need to do a little bit better at that. Um, whether it be, I, I know a person, for example, they're always cutting their grass and giving a piece away and cutting their grass and giving a piece away. And they're constantly give, give, giving, and they kind of forget to, you know, keep a piece for themselves. They forget to water their own grass. So I typed down on my phone ways that I work past this filling, ways that I can essentially get out of this comparison rut and start being the best version of myself. And I hope that this can help other people get out of this same rut and really just strive to be the best person that they can be. So number one is focusing and accomplishing certain tasks that I've set for myself that day or week. I have found that this has helped me tremendously because I am like a task person. I like to have a schedule. I like to know what's going on. So if I set certain tasks for myself for, say it would be like Monday or Wednesday, I'm gonna go to the gym for this long, or on Monday, I'm gonna meal prep for the week. On Monday, I'm gonna clean all the bathrooms in the house. Like little things like that that you can set for yourself to be the best version of yourself. So I've I've written on a piece of paper, um, you know, Monday we do this, and then Tuesday, Thursday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Like I have a goal for each day, mostly Monday because that's my day off and that's my day that I can accomplish the most things. So I do push myself a little bit harder on that one day because I know that that's really the only day that I have to. Um, accomplish all of these things and in the end at the end of the week accomplishing those things is going to make me feel better about my entire week about my entire self it's going to put less stress on me and then in return I'm going to be a better person for myself and for my husband and for my family so I think um, finding little things like that to um, just 
write down and accomplish, whether it's little things or big things. Um, I would probably, if you haven't started with lists before or like checking it off, kind of, it's like, you know, when you were in like grade school or like elementary and they would like give you a gold star, essentially that's what we're doing, but for like adults. <laughs> so, you know, like I did all, I did the dishes for, for that day. Okay. Gold star. I cleaned all the bathrooms in the house. Gold star. I meal prepped for the entire week. Gold star. Those are all things that's going to help me feel better throughout my week. And when I feel good, you know, feel good, look good, accomplish things, be successful. Like that all goes hand in hand. So that is my number one thing is set goals and accomplish them. Start small if you haven't ever done it before and then gradually work your way up. So that's when that's helped me. And then two is focus in on my hobbies and what I am best at. So I feel this is a big one. So obviously my hobbies would probably be, you know, hiking, doing hair, DIY, crafts. It's a broad, it's a broad range, but, um, when I find myself in a rut, it's usually because I'm not doing as much of these hobbies. I'm, I'm kind of falling out of my hobbies. And this is usually around the time where I'm like, okay, I need to get back into doing things, you know, that make me happy. Like what are some of my hobbies? What are, what is something that I can do right now? That's going to make me feel better about myself right now in the winter. It's a little bit hard with like DIYs and my crafting because, you know, I think it's harder for everyone. Like we kind of fall into this like winter depression. It's cold outside. We don't want to go anywhere. So I get it, but there's always things that we can find to substitute those and different things that we can do to keep ourselves busy because if we're constantly sitting and we're on our phones, I mean, what else is there to do other than compare ourselves? So I would say get up, get moving, find something that you're interested in, whether that be like a Pilates class, a HIIT class, um, a yoga. Like I have a lot of clients that are really interested in like hot yoga. Um, so find something that you really enjoy doing and do that. Like go with it and run with it because it's something that makes you happy. And then Number three is reevaluate my life and think about how grateful I am to have such a supportive husband and family. This is a really important one for me. Speaking of, my sister's calling me right now and she's probably going to call me like five times until I answer, but we're doing the podcast. So let's see. Should we answer? Let's see. Hey. Are you busy? Yeah, I'm doing my podcast right now. And I was like, should we answer and see what she says? Because if I don't answer... Then she's going to call me like 10 more times. <laughs> I just wanted to let you know that your Instagram video, the 22 inches one, um, it's glitchy. I don't know if it's my phone, Oh, supposedly my Instagram video is glitchy. See that that goes hand in hand with the support of family. Always let me know. (laughs) Okay. I'll take a look at that. Um, and I'll call you back. It's not glitchy on mine, but that's good to know. Oh, okay. Maybe it's my phone. Cause I just wanted to make sure I was like, I don't know what's going on, but maybe you have a couple like memo and you check it and something else. Okay. Love you. Okay. Love you too. Bye. Bye. Okay, (laughs) sorry, I knew I had to answer that or she was going to call me like 10 other times and blow up my phone. So, (laughs) but um, 
yeah, that goes hand in hand with what I was saying. Like knowing, uh, knowing and seeing how grateful I am to have such a supportive husband and family means a lot to me because I am a really big family person and my husband will literally get me out of any rut that I am in as long as I talk to him about it. If he knows what's going on, he will make sure that I am not feeling that way about myself because he's my number one supporter and he's my best friend. So I think that This goes hand in hand with finding your support system, knowing who you can go to when you're in this rut and being able to talk to them, being able to call them up and let them know that you're not feeling like the best version of yourself. And if you have a good support team and you have people on your side, they will help you get out of it. And sometimes it just helps to talk to them about it, whatever it may be. And I am stubborn. I will say I am stubborn. And honestly, for the most part, I try to like play it off. I'm a big, like fake it till you make it. Like, I don't want people knowing my problems, this and that. But then when I finally do talk about it, it's like, wow, that was so relieving. Such a weight lifted off my shoulder. Like we can move on now. We can, you know, I can prosper and strive to be great because I don't have that baggage anymore. So I would say that that's number, that's number three. And then number four is do more of what you love and remember why you love it. This is a big one for sure. Like whether that be, so like me and my husband still make it a point to do date night every single Wednesday because that's something that we loved doing while we were dating. And I'm a big believer in this with everyday life and also marriage for you to have a successful marriage and successful life, you have to keep doing the things that you love. And yes, the things that you love do change from time to time, but when they do, make it make sure it fits into your lifestyle. So for me, like obviously, like we love doing date night, we do indoor date night, and we do outdoor date night. We switch off every other Wednesday. I love crafting. I love doing DIYs. I love shopping. And this is kind of a funny one, but like I love just sitting down and watching Netflix. Like for me, that is a hobby. I don't care what anyone says. Like when I am off work and I've had a long day, like, you know, I just want to go and watch my show and hang out with my husband. Like that to me is definitely a hobby. I probably watch way more shows than he does, but like I'm that type of person that watches shows instead of listening to music because that's just how I am. So find stuff that you love and keep doing it. My husband, um, my husband once said, uh, he was like, don't ever give up something that you love so much in your life. Like say you had to live a certain way. What's one thing that you couldn't give up doing, you know? And I was like, oh, well, I really love being out and about and like shopping and going to different stores. Like I love that. I don't even have to buy anything, but I love going window shopping. I love being out on the town, grabbing some lunch. Like I love that. So like, and he said, okay, well, don't ever give that up, you know? And I think it was right when we, it was about like eight ish months ago, right when we had gotten the house, you know, the budget was tighter, things like that. Like everything was just tighter, right? Cause we had just moved, bought new furniture, bought new appliances, crazy, crazy stuff. And he was like, what's one thing that you just can't live without like you have to be like something that you love doing you know and that was my something that I love doing you know just for myself and he was like okay don't give it up then and I said okay 
And that really helped me realize like that is something that, you know, makes me happy and I like doing that. And I don't even have to be with anybody. I could be out by myself and be so content. My favorite time is obviously when I'm with my husband, but even then, like I could go window shopping and shopping forever. Like just being out, like if there's live music playing, like, oh, that's even better. Like I just love that sort of stuff. So that's number four. And then my number five is remember that everyone's life is only what you see on social media and don't you don't know what's behind the scenes. And I talked about this a little bit earlier, but it really is so important to remember that when we are comparing ourselves to these other people, these other lifestyles, these other, you know, everything like that, know that usually what we're seeing is very surface level. It's all very surface level. And just like you, they've had to jump through hurdles and they've had to go through hard times and trials to get to where they're at today. And I think that's what we all need to remember, you know, like social media is not always what it's set out to be seen, you know. So for me, those are my ways and not saying like I definitely need to work on these as well because I still do find myself comparing to others. But what I do more now is find myself comparing myself to them and then wondering like, okay, how did they get how did they get here? Why did they get here? And then me worked, you know, even that much harder to get to that place. So I think what we need to do is turn it around, you know, like I said, water the grass, fertilize the grass, cut the grass, make sure that you're the best version of yourself and strive to be the best so that we can be happy for these people and we don't have to compare ourselves to people. Not saying that comparison will ever completely go away, but we can use it as a tool to strive for better, strive to be better and strive for greatness instead of you know, what comparison usually leads to. And usually it's out of jealousy or out of despite, you know, things like that. So as always, thanks so much for tuning in to the 411 Hairstylist Podcast. Um, I hope this helps you in any type of way with this topic specifically. And thank you for listening. Mm -hmm.